The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, season guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Law and Andy Lindis. Yes, indeed. We're back at it, welcoming your home improvement questions by phone and or text 651 651- Nine eight nine nine two two six is the phone number, or send uh, Andy a text eight one eight zero seven. Good morning, sir. Morning, Good to morning. See you again. Good to see you. And uh, the crews, I suppose, in spite of the weather, are still busy. They are. They are. They are. They are. I uh, I was even trying to find some extra help uh, at my garage on Monday. I'm thinking, you know, well, it looks pretty cold. Let's see yeah. if we're going to go out and we're going to we're going to reset and trusses and on uh, on on my at my house. I finally built a garage and I live. In, for those of you that haven't really listened to the show before or don't know, I have an old four-square farmhouse that we remodeled over and over and over. There is no attached garage. My old garage was what used to be my father's pig barn <laughs> that he got this wall panel system for like $500, and it served a purpose. We, sure. That garage, is. Uh, there's been lots of work that has been completed in, in that garage, but we had to remove it, and we're installing a new one, and we're finally getting around to uh, truss setting stage next week, and... I'm getting a little worried. We're going to be putting some uh, foam blankets around the outside here uh, for for the ground. I already have about an inch of frost into the sand uh, along mm. there. So it's uh, it's uh, you know, like I said, I I had uh, I have wildlife pictures around my property and or wildlife cameras, cameras that, that, yeah. that send me pictures, and I get a temperature reading, and I was getting minus two from those cameras this really? morning, and uh, that's uh, that's well, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's it got us got up on us fast here. And, Next week it looks like it's going to be a little bit milder, but still not crazy warm by yeah, any means. So still uh, under the average temp for yeah. this time of year. We might hit forty three on Thursday, but yeah, uh, that's, that's that's maybe that's a maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that is a maybe. We already receiving phone calls and text messages on our home improvement show, and that's the uh, the topic, of course, every Saturday in the nine o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Linda's Construction. Uh, here's one that says, "Can you install my deck?" Well, the answer is yes. Much later from today, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a couple, three, four months. Uh, Is this the time of the year when people are planning or should be planning? Absolutely, uh, a deck. Absolutely, so Luke or whomever would come out. Do you want a deck installed next spring? You need to talk to contractors now. Um, whether that's me or most other contractors, and I have more deck crews and better deck crews than than most contractors in the Midwest here. And uh, yeah, we're looking at uh, next spring for installs. And we're, we're, we're going to be installing a lot of it this winter. You know, there's some things that we can do with uh, where we're re- reusing footings or we can do things with diamond piers. Or Can up, you still do the diamond pier? Uh, yeah, right system? now we, 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 we can. Right now, um, yeah. I, uh, I don't know for how much longer. And a, a lot of times every year our guys will, will actually go out and we'll do the footings and the diamond piers ahead and just keep doing that for a couple, three weeks and set those at projects so then we can start to work on them. We don't have to deal with the frost. Everything is set, and then we'll come back and, and, and do it. And, but it all depends on what the homeowner has going on, what they use the deck for. Can they be without a deck for that long? Like at my house, you know, you have to go up my deck to get on the – that's the entry to into get the in. house. Yeah. And that's why I, I really like that Zuri product because this, you know, it's, there's more traffic on this deck than on most decks, and it looks like 
the day I installed it still. You know, I had some corners split on me mm. uh, on the Zuri. You know, uh, uh, there's a lot of expansion and com- contraction on this product. And uh, we, uh, again, it was one of the first ones that we did. We were testing some things with the glue and, and how we screw the corners. And uh, I had a corner split on me, but we were able to screw it and glue it back together and use the epoxy that they, they provide. And, and uh, it really came down to that uh, it was the coldest day of the year when we installed that <laughs> installed that deck. And then uh, the timing was it was timing. It was there, like yeah. we, we installed it one day. It was like 94 degrees. By the time I can get the guys back out where we had some time where we're not working on customers' houses, it was minus eight. Oh my! So it was uh, it was a big swing in temperatures when that say. when that when that material is installed. So you know, I'm three years into it, and I had the one corner split, and we fixed it and worked on from there. Saw so some pictures on the uh, internet. Uh, of Azuri products. Boy, yeah. that looks good. It does. That's really? why that's yeah. what people uh, really, really like about it. A little slippier than uh, an ordinary deck. Um, and then maybe some of the AZEC products out there. But durability and what yeah. you do with moving furniture on it. And, you know, I have you know, a 120-pound Great Dane and then two Black Labs that – that use that deck as a launching pad out into the uh, out into the yard when they when they leave the house and and they haven't done an ounce of damage to it and that's about the only thing in my house that that Great Dane hasn't done an ounce of damage to it's that and my Zuri. bamboo floors. That's so if that. if you're interested in a deck and we can answer your decking questions today too, but if you're interested, call one eight hundred Leaf Guard. Have uh, Linda's folks out there get some something rolling anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the phones. Mark is calling. He's first up here in uh, Shoreview. Mark, Andy's li- uh, listening. What is your question? Uh, my daughter has a has a house with old uh, lead piping, and uh, wondering besides replacing the old lead piping, is there some way that uh, we can get better water pressure? The toilet and the water basin all has good water pressure. It's just the shower. Yeah. There's there's pressure tanks you can get. Uh, I would get a plumber involved and and, and come out and look at uh, what you can do for w- both with water treatment and with increasing the pressure. But really, usually when when people have these low pressure, that's pretty easily fixable by by a by a professional. So mm-hmm. if I were you, I'd get a plumber involved and uh, and look what you can do to uh, upgrade that that water system. Yeah. All right, Mark. Thank you. A lot of people in that position, I'm sure, given. That type of plumbing. I've I've been there in that position, yeah. but now it's uh you know I think if I were to put uh, painted metal in there, it would take the paint right off the metal, and so it's almost too much. <laughs> All right, so I tell you what, Andy, let's uh, let our listeners uh, call in and text in. We're getting a bunch of text messages right now, but let's take a break. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, or send a text to Andy eight one eight zero seven. And welcome back to our home improvement show. Andy Lind is helping you out today, either by phone or by text. If you want to call in your question, we have an open line, 651-989-9226. We've got, a, uh, as you can see, Andy, a bunch of text messages. That number, 81807. One that came in a bit ago, uh, Andy, what is the most efficient humidity level for inside during the winter? We've talked about that before. What, what do you think? You know, it, re- it really does vary on the temp. And if you were to Google that, um, you're going to find a nice chart that uh, I believe the Energy Star people put together that says when it's this cold outside, have your humidity at this. But a good rule of thumb is under 30%. Now, uh, having said that, uh, with our, our Season Guard windows and our Marvin Infinity windows, both don't have any problems with moisture and uh, in, in water can't get to the framing. There's nothing that can rot on those windows. I haven't really seen 
where where frost buildup gets on glass until it's like above like 45%. Now, having said that, on a lot of windows that we have installed here in the Twin Cities, if it's like if it's under if it's not under 20% when it's below 0, you're going to have frost. It's just that much that that's how cold that glass surface is. So what, what's happening is that that warm moist air inside the house is meeting that that cold glass surface and you're getting condensation which almost immediately turns into into frost and but a good rule of thumb under 30% you should be you should be okay like i have a, i have a the santa fe humidification system going on down in my basement right now and and uh, i believe i have it set at 35% but i uh i have a lot of air movement in my house and in other spots so You've mentioned a couple of good names in uh, Windows. That makes a huge difference, doesn't it? It does. And, and, and we're, we're going to start getting calls, and we get calls all winter long that I need new windows, my windows are frosted up. I need new windows, my windows are frosted up. And it's amazing the humidity level readings we get in, in, in people's houses. And, and usually it's just uh, they, don't, they don't know. They don't, and, and a lot of times we're installing bath fans and things of that nature when we go into those houses to try to get some of that humidity out if uh, – you know, you know, a family of six and everybody's showering a day. That's a lot of moisture going in the air. And if you don't have a bath fan taking that out on a, on a pretty regular basis, there's a, there's some bad things that can happen to your home. I, I've seen some a lot of different things rot out because of winter moisture. A lot of mold happened because of winter moisture. A lot of water damage happened because of that. So it's just something we're going to want to look at. And we get into attics. And I've seen attics where the entire roof deck is frosted up. Really? Everything's frosted up because there's that much air escape of that 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 high humidity air coming from the house up into the attic. And then what can happen? It's going. It, it, you're going to eventually it, once it starts to melt, you're going to get dripping, and then when that dripping happens, your 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 insulation gets wet, and it basically it, it makes the R value of that insulation go away, and then it can lead to mold and and other things. So it can be something you 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 want to address. That's why I tell people if you've been in a house and you've never had like home energy work done on it or like for us, it's a free estimate to come and look at your attic and, and, and tell you the exact R value that you have, any concerns that we have. We have a lot of different technology that we're going to use to diagnose what's going on with your house. And, 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 and we can really usually come up with some, some, some really quick and easy solutions to make it a, a more comfortable place and a, and a, and a healthier home. So, if you if you've been in the house a while, it's a free thing, or, or you there's home energy audits you can get for like two hundred bucks where they come in with a blower door and, and 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 things of that nature. But this time of year, I find that a blower door really isn't needed because there's such like it's it's you know it's under it's ten degrees outside. Yeah. So when it's ten degrees outside with in, infrared imaging, that that's going to show you your big differences. It's not that hard to see where air is coming in your house now when when your home is sixty degrees yeah. and it's and it's sixty degrees outside. It's uh there's 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 no there's no different shading right. on your infrared imaging. Everything's the same, so it's it's really hard, and that's why you, where you really need the blower door and the smoke stick to go around to see where the air is actually coming in. But this time of year, some some infrared imaging is going to tell you an awful lot. And that really is equipment that hasn't been around in your lifetime until recent years, right? Yeah, you know, uh, I would probably say in the last five years, uh, everybody that we have going in and out of people's houses uh, have started to carry one. And uh, and along with some other things, moisture meters, we have uh, uh, digital microscopes so we can get into small areas, borescopes, uh, 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 humidistats. We have a lot of different things that we're going to use to and, – and everything tells a piece of the puzzle. So it's, you take the combination of all those things and you can really start to come up with a good solution. 
651-989-9226. If you want to call in your home improvement question or send a text, like some folks are still doing, 81807. Uh, Andy, here's one. Uh, I'm buying a new steel six-panel service door with framing for my garage. I plan to do this install myself and never have before, but I'm handy and mechanically able. Is it normal that the existing door only has three screws put in the framing from original leveling, and is that all that is necessary before nailing? Uh, I'm not sure what he's nailing, but usually on the frame of, uh, like, I don't know if this is a commercial door or just a a service door, there's going to be places that you, a pattern in which you have to place those screws. And here's a trick that that, that my guys use. The the screws and the fasteners that come with the door, um, put them in a drawer to use on something weaker and and Ah. go with a heavier-duty screw, a longer screw. Um, that that you can put in, and if uh, and there's things that, that are pretty cheap when you're installing a door too. If if security is a, a concern, which it usually is when people are installing those those steel doors, there's there's things that you can install on the bottom for latches and and things you can do to a door for the installation to just kind of beef it up. Again, YouTube is an an excellent source for for this and. You can you can go on and take a look at that, and we have some videos that'll be available sooner or later on our website that that talks about door installation as well. Another text says this, uh, Andy and Denny. I have to reattach a fireplace glass door frame to the fireplace. What will hold better in the fireplace brick and the mortar uh, joint? Uh, screws with a coarse thread or screws with anchors? Thank you. It comes from Marty. I always use screws with anchors into the mortar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, a small pilot hole with those those coarse, coarse thread bolts, but they're always bright blue. Or yeah, that's know, true. And and, and yeah. it doesn't ha- actually have a, a good look. So I would go with anchors and and the screws. Just make sure you're getting the the right pilot hole for the right anchor and the right screw to go to right anchor. If you don't have those, if you have those mixed up, that's when you get those anchors that want to want to pull loose. We had uh, a comment from uh, Dave in Plymouth about we had an earlier call, a uh, text about uh, uh, low water pressure. There was a call. Uh, sometimes it could be the shower head, but not always. I yeah. mean, the shower head could be the cause of low water, uh, but, but. Very well could be. Yeah. And, so. and, uh, and, and don't go cheap on your shower heads or faucets or anything. You know, you go to the. Go to any store, and it can be a daunting task. There's there's usually a giant wall of choices That's there. Right, yeah. And uh, in my experience, this is really one spot where you get what you pay for for as far as longevity goes, as far as everything goes. And it's a little bit shocker sometimes if you haven't priced some oh, of this stuff yeah. out. Um, but but just think like, uh, and people always are like, oh, my faucet costs that much. But look at how much you use your kitchen sink or your faucet there and, and how long you expect it to last. And after five years, if it breaks, you're going to be upset for maybe if you'd have spent an extra $100, it, that's that's the one that's going to last the 20 years. So, yeah, take your time in, in picking the right one. And, again, good reviews online. And Kohler is always a, always a good option. That's where we tend to tend to lean. And, and But it could be that. You might, but it's it's an easy thing to test. Again, you're talking about 150 to 200 dollars for an upper end shower um, shower head, and for as far as what it costs to get a plumber in to do, yeah. to do the pressure, it might be where I would start. So Dave's yeah. on to something there. All right, good deal. We have to take a break, Andy. Hang on, uh, we're going to be talking about some windows too. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, we have another half hour of the show to go. So call it in or text it in to Andy Lindis. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. 
We always like to spell it. Andy Lindis is uh, helping you out today via phone and text. By the way, there is a line open if you want to call in your home improvement questions. 651-989-9226. Uh, text number, by the way, 81807. As you can see, Andy, we have a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, a text came in a few minutes back. wanted to know what you thought of Marvin Infinity Windows. You had mentioned that brand earlier along with Season Guard which is a great window. What's, what's the story on in the Infinity? Maybe folks have not uh, ever heard of that. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a fiberglass window, and he's asking specifically about uh, the Infinity window versus the Integrity window, and, and we can get both. Uh, the Infinity window is just a, just a little bit better built window, a little bit higher end window, and, mm. and uh, when you're talking about the warranties we can give people on the houses, and, and knowing us that, that we're going to plan on being around here for the next 30 years, I just... These are the two windows I trust that I'm not going to have to deal with or my uh, whoever ever comes after me will not have to deal with uh, at, at any point. They're just, they're just a very well-built window. And, and, and trust me, we, we have chosen very, very carefully, and, and we've looked at countless windows and continue to look at countless windows. And until I find readings that are, are better for, for each one of the windows that we offer, these are the best two out there. The cool part about the Infinity window is uh, – the 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 everwood that it comes with we can we can stain that to match any color it's, no a, it's a little no. bit of a process but uh, we're uh, we're almost completed on our our brand new paint facility in beautiful uh, Luck Wisconsin that uh, yeah we have a new uh, a new paint chamber new ventilation system and we got rid of one of our mini storages up there and converted it into a, a little bit area because we're getting more and more people choosing this option and we need some place where we can set up fifty to hundred windows and and stain efficiently. So we are running wow. out of space. So we're really excited about that. So in about a month, we should be set up even better for uh, for doing those types of windows. You guys, I know, do excellent work on finishing for this. The, the woodwork, uh, just excellent. You know, uh, we started offering that and, and, and doing it relatively um, uh, affordable for homeowners because I've had a couple of people that wanted to stand on their own and then you know, a couple of years goes by and they have us come out and install more windows and they're still not stained and yeah. it's my product in there. And so we try to make it uh, an easy decision for people to, 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 to pick a completely turnkey product that they never have to worry about. All right, let's uh, tell you what, let's go to the phones. Uh, Bob in Granite Falls, I believe, is first up. You're Bob Andy's listening. What's your question? Yeah, good morning. I tuned in this morning just as you were finishing up talking about Andy's deck and his Great Dane and, and the material. And I, so I didn't catch what the deck material was made out of. And then I have another question about decks once he answers that. Sure. Yeah, we, I was talking about the Zuri product, Z-U-R-I. It's a, it's a composite material that uh, I think it looks more like real wood. Especially real okay. wood that was freshly stained and never been walked yeah. on before. Yeah. I mean, it's it's perfect. It does show footprints okay. a little bit more and dirt a little bit more, and it can be a tad bit slippery than like a cedar deck. But as far as durability and looks, uh, when clean, it's uh, as good as it gets. Zuri, yeah. I have a hot tub on the deck, um, but I've I've braced it really well underneath. So this uh, this material should be able to handle that. Yes. I mean, I've I've got uh, plenty of support under it, so it. Um, it's not going to need a lot of tensile strength or whatever you call it. Yep. And I, I, when I framed my deck, I did everything one foot on center because uh, okay. with, with a composite material, I think that's just a better route to go. I, you know, it, it, composite materials have more movement in them, so I thought the more fasteners I can put into it, the better I'd be. Yeah. Okay. My other question is, 
I currently have a green treated uh, railing and stuff, and, and it's a bugger to keep painted and, and looking nice. Mm-hmm. What uh, uh, what um, uh, fabricated railing material would you recommend? Fortress. Fortress, Fortress? is uh, the brand name that we use. It's a steel railing system and comes in a few different varieties of looks, and uh, but uh, it's very durable. And you'll never paint another never stain or paint. Yeah, yeah that's a uh, fortress, huh? Yeah, that's fortress. the one that we use. All right. Okay. Very good. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bob. Good luck with that project. And Bob leaves that line open if you want to call in your questions. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Again, text number is eight one eight zero seven. We'll get back to the text questions in a moment. But uh, Dara, I believe, is calling from Plymouth. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, my problem, I'm just wondering if it's okay. I had an egress window installed, and I was down in there checking the underneath, and it's like about three and a half inches, uh, like a le- under the ledge where I noticed insulation and uh, kind of felt like it was metal behind it. And I'm wondering, there's not anything covering that part, that under the window. Like, my old windows had a wood section covering it. They're wooden. So now I'm wondering, um, it was installed late last fall. Um, Can moisture be getting through that at all? Should I have something put down? Um, What is your suggestion? You're looking from the inside of the window, correct? No, from the outside. I was in the hole of the egress looking at it underneath. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see that. That should be, you shouldn't see insulation from the outside. From the inside without the trim put on, yeah. maybe like between where the, the extension jam is. If you have an extension jam, or I'm guessing this was probably in the cinder block. Um, but before, I... Mm-hmm. I would really be curious to see a picture if you can take one with your phone from sure. the from the bottom and then uh take one from the inside and my uh my email is just andy at lindusco l i n d u s c o dot com or you can go on our website there's ways to send us pictures that way as well and i'll uh, okay. I'll gladly take a look at it and give me my opinion on it, but you should not be seeing exposed insulation from the outside of the home from the outside especially yeah. at the bottom of the window i mean that's where the the drainage plane should be created it's it's I uh yeah I I wonder if uh, I'm just visualizing this wrong but uh, I'll uh, be able to tell you more from the photos. Yeah, shoot a what, picture. On what's going on there? Andy at Lindisco, L I N D U S or just get on uh, lindisconstruction.com mm-hmm. and uh make the way to Andy. One it's one of my favorite projects. It's uh it's one of my favorite projects because in a day or two you're really seeing a lot of results and you're really changing a home. It's one of those things that you can there's so much of our stuff that we're doing, it's all busy, 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 and you don't see the progress of what's happening on there. But this is like in, in a day and a half, you're you're giving that much more natural light and you're you're yeah. you're creating a living room that or a, another bedroom in the house. So not only are you increasing the value of your house relatively quickly, it uh it's just a it's a fun thing to do. I love my egress windows in my basement. It really really makes uh it makes that room completely. And it's easy to get stuff in and out. You know, yeah, my egress window. Over. Yeah, my egress window is eight <laughs> feet long, and I can take all the panels out, and it's a perfect size for a pool table couches, to come in and out. Yeah, anything you want. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Text eight one eight zero seven. Andy, let's talk to Joe, who's calling from Waconia. Uh, Joe, you're on CCO with Andy. Thank you. Good morning. Um, I watch uh, this old house 
and uh, I've had three homes built. Um, I I wanted to know about when you install a window. Uh, this seems to be something new. They underneath the window, they use a piece of lapboard, which is uh, it's thick, and then it goes down to thin. And then they cover this with a membrane of some sort um, around the lower part of the window so that any moisture cannot go inside. It goes outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this something that you do when you install uh, either new windows or replacement windows? Uh, not the lap board, but uh, when we install most of our windows – are what I would consider new frame installation. We don't do a lot of replacement windows. Now, we we replace a lot of old windows, but we're doing a full frame installation where we're getting down to the rough opening. We're going to treat that rough opening with our butyl tape and create a drainage plane so if any water does get on the inside of the window to the framing, it is sloped away where it is going to get outside the siding or outside the underlayment of the siding so water is not getting to any type of bare wood. And that this is all fail-safes. And, and the reason why we do this and the reason why the codes are of such to do this is because once we start replacing windows, we, we find out where the rod is and we take steps to make sure that that never, ever happens again. Now, after that's installed, we're actually going to install a tape along, uh, say if it's a nail fin window. We're going to install a tape along the nail fin along three sides, both sides and the top. So we don't do that on the bottom because if we do that in the bottom, that's going to seal everything in. And that's what we that's where the drainage plane is, is, is collected. All right. Thanks, Joe, for the question. Joe leaves that line open at uh, 651-989-9226. Uh, Joanna sent you a text, Andy. Hi, Andy, it says, uh, in August I had new concrete steps and a sidewalk put in. Rod iron railing will be done next week uh, to install. Would you recommend installing next week or waiting until spring? I think you're going to be fine next week, um, depending on how they're going to the, be. Because the, ste- the step yeah. in the walk is done. Yeah, if the, if all the concrete work is done. But even then, you know, there's like a, I know a guy that was pouring a, a concrete floor on Tuesday in the elements, in the mm. rain and the snow, and there's a lot of work that had to go into it. And I'm there's, sure. There's some, there's some things they add to the concrete in order to be able to work it uh, in, the, in those areas, but you should be fine. I mean, we live in Minnesota, and I know my guys will be working outside the entire year, um, outside of hopefully just a few days where it's just too bitterly cold to go out and uh, bad things could happen. So hopefully we don't get more than a, a handful of those days, but who knows? You know, like I said, it was zero this morning on some of my cameras, minus two yeah. on cameras. It's, it, uh, I had single digits in my truck when I left. It, uh, it uh, seems to be coming at us a, a little faster. Cooler than, than average temps right now, for correct. sure. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show presented every week by Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Easiest number to remember. I don't think I've given that yet. 1-800-LEAFGUARD, of course. We always tell you that one. That's the easy one to remember. 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Uh, there, we have a bunch of text messages. Should we p- pick up on some of those, Andy? You can. Uh... Yeah, sure. Uh, unfinished basement with some patches of mold. Uh-oh. Uh, that's not good. South side of basement is between the vapor barrier and pink fiberglass insulation. Wondering about your recommendations for new insulation, all foam, all fiberglass, or a layer of foam plus fiberglass. I, you know, on these types of situations when you're going to be redoing that basement and if you have some mold in there, I would get, uh, I would get our experts involved and, and come up with an exact plan 
on what's going on in this house, where that moisture is coming from, and why why it's happening. And I, my my initial thought is it's something to do with the vapor barrier. But uh, and my initial thought on what type of insulation to use always lean spray foam. Um, that's just it's. I tell you what I'm doing in 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 like in my in my garage. It's it's spray foamed walls, and then I'm I'm doing an, a cellulose insulation in the attic. So it. Uh, it it is it's for bang for your dollar. I think that is uh, about as as good as it can get. And I have in floor heat that uh, will be put in there, so it's uh, it should be a very efficiently done done uh, done building. But you know, get estimates a couple different ways. That's the cool part, and we can pick what works best within your budget and, and go from there. But this sounds like a situation where we're gonna have to get a little bit more hands on and give you to before I can give you the exact advice I would do. All right, let's get, grab another one here before we run out of time. Uh, yeah, 30% humidity. Is it almost too low for hardwood floors that can dry out? No, it's not. It uh, You should be just fine. Now, there's some things you're going to want to take into consideration when you're installing hardwood floors at, uh, at this time of year. You're going to want to acclimate that wood for what, the, what you think it's going to be. Um, on, on average in that house and, and go from there, but you shouldn't have to worry about drying out installed hardwood floors. Okay. Got another one? Yeah. The, uh, we got asked uh, everything that you talked about, frost in the windows, wet spots in the ceilings, uh, bathrooms without uh, fans. We have it all. Uh, how do I get in touch with you guys? Lindisconstruction.com or just give us a call at 1-800-LEAFGUARD. You can find us on Facebook. Just type in Lindis Construction on Twitter, on House, on Pinterest, uh, all of those things you can find us on. And uh, it, uh, you just have to go and search us. We should be pretty easily found. You've talked about this in the past, Andy, as far as finding a contractor, whatever the job you want done. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you recommend? I mean, certainly references. How do you find, you know, how does a homeowner find somebody capable who's going to show up and show up again maybe in another five years? You know, it seems like... Uh, like this year, we've gotten more horror stories from customers on on their really? dealings with uh, contractors, and and it's, it's the year after the storm, so it should have been expected. There's a lot of a lot of goofy stuff that happens during a storm, but just do your due diligence and 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 find recommendations, and that's a cool part about uh, about our company. Almost every neighborhood that we go into in the Twin Cities, we don't have to look very far to find one of our customers and show you some of the work that we've done. And you're going to be able to check us out on the Better Business Bureau and check us out on Angie's List. You uh, you can you can go there. But a couple of resources I think that are underutilized by homeowners here in the uh, in the Twin Cities is the Builders Association of the Twin Cities (BATSI) and the the NARI chapter, the National Association of Remodelers chapter here in the Twin Cities. If you look uh, look to both of their sites, uh, you're going to be able to find some pretty reputable contractors. The vast majority of people I deal at both. Uh, the at both builders associations, the builders association of the Twin Cities, and just across the border, the St. Croix Valley Home Builders Association, which uh, my little brother uh, Alex gets sworn in as the president of no that association next year. Yeah, pretty cool deal. It's a uh, uh, second generation president of uh, the builders association, which is uh, it's a neat thing. Dad was uh, a president for quite a few years back in the day, and so uh, it's those are two organizations that if you start there, you're usually going to Go pretty far now. 
I've had a really good relationship with Angie's List and the Better Business Bureau over the years. You know, uh, Better Business Bureau was started here in Minneapolis, and and Angie's List has always been something that uh, they look to us for for content. So I was doing podcasts with them and writing articles for them and what I thought was good in the home improvement. But they were recently sold, so it's a little bit different of an animal. And I think you're going to start to see sites like that where you can start to not trust the ratings nearly as much as – as you used to. Um, it seems to be getting watered down. So I wouldn't take those things as the gospel. It's a good place to start, but you're still going to want to do your due diligence. And if, if one of my guys comes out, you're going to be able to call and talk to as many past customers as you want to. And uh, we encourage it. It's one of the first things that we hand you is here's a list of people that did what, what you want. And, and, uh, and if you're if you're worried about how we handle service, I'll I'll uh, I'll even give you some list of the co- uh, uh, people that we're, 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 we might have messed up the first time. It's pretty rare, you know. It's hard to find those lists, <laughs> but we can put you in touch to see how. If you want to see how we deal with with things gone bad, then uh, you can talk to whoever. In you that want. case, it's a before and after type of uh, yeah. Contrast. You're gonna yeah, and 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 all the before and afters that you want to see. Just do your due diligence and be patient. When, when people rush and, and try to rush the process and make emotional decisions, that's usually when things go wrong. Just be patient and, and, and go from there. Uh, text uh, just came in. Uh, we're looking, Texas says, at getting a new roof in the future, but also would like to address some of the installation issues without going at it from inside the house. Is adding insulation to the roof deck a good option? It could be, depending on the exact situation. Now, um, a lot of times when we're removing the roof, we can remove the roof deck and and access the attic that way. And that's always a better way to do it, especially if you're talking about how you're going to ventilate that area. Having said that, some cathedral-type ceiling or uh, vaulted ceilings where you can't get any more insulation, uh, insulating the roof deck and putting in a a, a vent between the, the, the deck and the false deck, uh, so you'd have your normal roof deck. You'd have a, an air gap space that is vented from the fascia all the way out to the ridge. And then you put down another deck that is insulated. So you have an insulation factor there too. So the warm air that is traveling and venting there isn't isn't causing any ice dam issues or, or things of that nature. And In fact, GAF, uh, I believe it was two or three years ago, bought uh, the company in Wisconsin that we always used that makes a very good roof deck uh, insulation system. It's not cheap by any means, but... The customers that we've installed it on, we've really, you know, attacked their issues and made them happy. They they have really good things to say. But um, unfortunate thing is usually when we price those things out, it, uh, we look at different options. And usually that option is ripping off the deck and taking out the old insulation in the cathedral ceiling or the vaulted ceiling, uh-huh. foaming that, and then making that a hot roof that is just a completely packed cavity. But when you do the spray foam and then you pack that completely full with, with dense pack, then you don't have to worry about it. What what a change in efficiency, though. It is. When it's all done. It is a big change in efficiency. But it uh, It's something that we would have to look at. When, uh, on a case-by-case basis. That's the cool thing about us. They're looking at getting a new roof in the future. Have us out there now. Yeah. We, can, we can look at everything. We'll, we'll come up with an insulation plan, a, a roofing plan. You can show you different types of roofing and different types of ideas. And, 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 and then we have the winter to really plan for it and be like, all right, um, we're looking at the first week of May to install your roof. And now you can get that done and, and plan for the future. I love yeah. Plan All customers now. like this, thinking ahead here. Plan now. Yeah. We are just about out of time, Andy. We'll have uh, more show next week. 
Uh, and again, the easiest way uh, to get in touch, a couple of ways with Linda's. Yep, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Look us up on the web at lindasconstruction.com. Go into any social media, Twitter, Facebook, House, Pinterest. Uh, you can find us out there as well. 50% off labor on those uh, LeafGuard and windows. Huh? Yes, Season Guard oh. windows and the Infinity Window by Marvin. Excellent. Andy, we'll see you next week here on News Talk 830 WCCO.